All right, Misty. How how are we doing today? Another beautiful segment. Yeah. Yeah. Another beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And anybody who's coming in, obviously, you've been uh, you may have been listening to the documenting in the car business in the car. We're not sure which one we're going to follow on from a title for those segments. Um, those are obviously really more documenting what we're going through and uh, shedding light on the journey. Uh, and then these segments are what we're going to be referring to as something along the lines of trending thoughts. So really talking about uh, just stuff that's happening, whether that's in the market, uh, going on with maybe conversations we're having, what we're seeing in certain industries. Um, it can range from a lot of different things, but things that we feel like are, are uh, trending one way or the other right now. Um, and today... We are going to discuss this whole NFT thing, um, primarily too, I think, uh, touching on, at least from what I understand on it, touching on how even small businesses or businesses can start thinking about it, because that's the way that I've been looking at it. Um, not necessarily, you know, a lot of people right now, Misty, are looking at NFTs from a, uh, an investment and trying to flip them and make money. Uh, and I do think there's a lot of those opportunities out there. I do think there's going to be a lot of money loss uh, trying to mm -hmm. predict that. I more or less am interested in NFTs and the future of Web3 um, from a opportunity standpoint. You know, what, is, what does it mean for businesses? What are you going to have to, to really be looking forward to? Um, and planning for and where are the opportunities for you know for our clients and for our business what what do we need to be able to do and offer uh, to stay ahead and take advantage of the opportunity before it becomes the norm so we get the you know right. we get a, a return and our clients get a return uh, but also be ahead of the curve on, on all of this so you know i've been really trying to dive deep into it for the last several months um and i know you know a little bit about the NFT uh, enough to ask questions, which I think would be good. So maybe we kind of started off with just uh, talking about what you know about it to maybe ask some questions. And then me, and I'm going to go ahead and just put the disclaimer out that I am not uh, some NFT expert. <laughs> Any advice is not advice. If it sounds like advice, you shouldn't take it as advice that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm going to try to relay it from my eyes in the way that I understand it. It does not mean that it's right or wrong. It does not mean you need to take action on anything. It just means that I'm trying to uh, relay the information as I see it. Because what I have found from doing research over the past several months and listening and trying to find every opportunity and continuing to do that is that it's still very early in the process, even though you probably hear NFT a lot, but um, you don't hear as much about Web3, which Web3 is uh, kind of that next version of the internet, um, so to speak. You know, mm -hmm. Web1 was the initial back in the late 90s, whenever it was all coming out. Web2, whenever you started being able to see social media platforms, Facebook and Google and all these other platforms, um, providing that Web2 experience and being able to have conversations and interacting on websites, or not websites, interacting on the internet, and now Web3. 
And uh, so I'm going to try to uh, really explain uh, what the way that I see it and how I see there's going to be opportunity in a way that it makes sense to me, not saying it's going to make sense to anybody else or you. Um, but I'm going to try to because the biggest thing I have found is that the people that know this space very, very well, specifically around Web3, um, and Web3 ties into NFTs. NFTs and Web3 are kind of one and the same, um, at least from what I understand. They kind of play off of each other, um, if not exactly are each other, um, is that the people that are in it, I have a hard time understanding, even whenever they try to go in detail to explain it, I have had a hard time grasping what it is mm -hmm. they're talking about yes. and what it all means. Yes. Um, so that's one big thing that I've made a, an effort is first, I need to understand it in a way that I understand it, like exactly what it means and what it does and where the opportunities are, but then uh, to be able to relay it in a mm -hmm. way that others might be able to understand it uh, so that they can start looking at the opportunities it brings. So with all that being said, and kind of that being laying the foundation of this conversation, and everybody knows that I am not an NFT expert or a Web3 expert, um, what, do you, what do you know? Like, let's talk about that. I know you mentioned you knew somebody that sold a house for crypto. Um, yeah, I, I have. Right. I mean, I've heard a lot of stories of people um, either using it or wanting to. Um, I, I know some people who are like really like hyped up creating some things right now. Um, but I guess like right now when you were just talking about Web3 um, and saying that they are one of the same with NFT. So um I, d I don't know. I'm just going to throw something out here I'm, to see if I understand. So from what I understand, it's like Web3 is like your own personal space. Um, and yep. then it's like NFT is like similar or like your own like property or something. So basically it's like a value. Yeah. So the best, the best way that I have heard it somewhat explained in the way that I explain it in my brain now so that I at least understand it to a certain level. Mm -hmm. um, and once again, I am not an expert in this and some of the stuff I say may not be exactly correct, which if you're listening and you do know exactly what the correct uh, way to, to maybe <laughs> talk about it or correct me, please reach out. I am yes. open to feedback and I want to learn. Um, but the way that I understand it is that people in the future as Web3 continues to get developed along with NFTs, NFTs which stand for non-fungible tokens, basically is you're going to be, everybody's going to be able to own a piece of real estate mm -hmm. on the internet. Mm -hmm. As of right now, really what you're looking at, you know, you've got the Googles and the Facebook and uh, Facebooks, the Instagrams, uh, the Twitters, uh, so to speak, uh, are, are out there and interfacing, you know, obviously they're the platform and they own all of that. In Web3, the person is going to be able to own their own piece of the internet. And from the way that I understand it as well, is that they can essentially have that piece of real estate on the internet. And if they want to allow people in to buy something from their piece of land or, or whatever, 
uh, on the internet, they can. They, they can open up the doors to it. They can come in and get it and then pull it out. And everything, obviously, and this is where you hear the term blockchain. And the way that I visualize block, what blockchain means is it's basically a, a receipt of everything that's happening, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it can never be changed. It can't, you can't go back and erase anything. Everything is documented. So from an NFT standpoint, um, a lot of people obviously think about it as like a picture or like some type of uh, painting or whatever it is. Like they, you know, you see the board Ape, board Ape Yacht Club, which is something a lot of celebrities are buying. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, whenever it comes to that. And the, the picture is kind of that status symbol is really what the picture is. But all of the value is in what's behind that picture. It's in the NFT or it's in the transaction or what some would refer to as the smart contract, meaning that you buy that NFT and that gets you access into a special group of people that own those same or similar NFTs. So you're actually a lot of, uh, in, in the future, the way that it's going is that those NFTs, the piece of real estate that you've purchased, um, essentially, that you own, will start to allow you access to sporting events and concerts and all that. The picture is merely more, at least in my opinion, kind of the status. That's You can put out there and say, hey, look, I own a board eight yacht club image. So people know that you own a piece of that community that the, or that club. And, right. um, you know, a lot of people will say, well, I'll screenshot the image and I'll have my own NFT. Well, all that is, is basically counterfeiting. Right. You know? And um, you, it, it, because it all relies like that, taking a screenshot while you may just like having a fake Gucci or right. a Louis Vuitton bag, you know, same type concept. Uh, you can't stop someone from buying a fake Louis Vuitton bag. But the difference between NFTs and trying to counterfeit them is if you have a real Louis Vuitton bag and a fake one, honestly, it, neither one is giving you one or the other, other than if people know that that's a real one, it may give you a little bit more of status, but they probably are looking at both. They can't tell the difference. And quite honestly, they're going to think that it's real. Well, NFT, you got the real NFT. Well, the smart contract behind it provides mm -hmm. you with access to a lot of things that you would not get if you just screenshot and had a fake one. So while people think it's this, really, if you screenshot it, if people find out, at least in my opinion, mm -hmm. people find out that you screenshotted it and it's fake, it's actually going to do more harm than good. Um, you know, Twitter just came out with an NFT, I think it's NFT verification system. Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah. That if you have a real NFT, that you want to use as your profile picture. And that's what you'll see. If you go to Twitter, you'll see a lot of Board Ape Yacht Club images as people's profile pictures because 
It's kind of a status thing. Hey, I own a very expensive NFT. The image is so you know I own it. And then the contract behind owning this is going to give me access to access. the social clubs, to the communities, the, the communities that are filled with celebrities and all of this stuff. Eventually, as people start accepting NFTs, the, you know, as access, let's say Super Bowl, for example, says we're going to start accepting NFTs. Everybody who owns a board ape yacht club NFT can come to the Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. So then you're able to go and show that NFT or scan it and you get access. So it would give you access, let's say, but then, I mean, like for the actual events or whatever, you actually would be still paying for those, right? Or not necessarily. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it depends. I mean, it depends on, uh, it may give you access to purchase tickets first. Right. Because right. you are part of the board right. of the yacht club community. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of these contracts, how they set them up, and then the value of what that community brings. So if Board Ape Yacht Club, they sell these images, which the images are basically your badge, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Now, some mm -hmm. of them are more valuable than others because some of them they may, you know, I think they've they've made 10,000 or something. And so they're, scar they're scarce and all that. So they're going to bring value for that, but it's really what you're getting behind it. And a lot of people that are buying the board, a yacht club, you know, Jimmy Fallon's got one. I think Eminem's got one. Snoop Dogg's got one like, and they're all part of that community. So now right. you can buy one as just a regular person. If you've got the funds to do it. Now you're in the same community with those guys where you're able to go in there in the community um, and communicate or, you know, they're actually having like live meetups as part of those. So it's no different, kind of put this in perspective. Let's say, um, who was a famous artist? Uh, Michelangelo, is that one? Uh -huh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm terrible with this stuff, but yeah, let's Michelangelo. say Michelangelo had a thousand paintings, right? Mm -hmm. And the owners of each one of those thousand paintings they're all part of the Michelangelo club mm -hmm. because they have an original painting, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they all get to come together as a club that owns original Michelangelo paintings. Same thing, but NFTs, the difference, uh, in my opinion, once again, I'm going to say that a lot during this, is that you, it's hard to tell a painting whether it's legitimate or not. Mm -hmm. NFTs, because of the blockchain and how it tracks everything, there's no discrepancy. You know exactly right. who owns that NFT, if it's legit or not, if it's off, uh, authentic or not, and it keeps track. Now, uh, the other side of that, and very big for like artists, is that as part of the NFT, as well, if you create an image and you put it out um, and you sell that image, part of the contract in the blockchain is um, set up to where you get residuals for however long that is, continues to be resold. 
So like a painting right now, this is going to be the biggest opportunity for like artists and all of that, from what I understand, um, is that in the past, they would have to paint something, sell that painting to make money. But once they sell that painting, it's yeah, gone. Right. They'll get paid for it again, even though the person who bought that painting can resell it and make money off of it. Right. And then that person who bought it from that person can then resell it and make money mm -hmm. off of it. But the original artist who did everything gets nothing after that first initial purchase. Right. With NFTs and why it's big for like creators and, and artists specifically, uh, even for like musicians who are going to be able to put out music and all of that stuff is now they own that NFT. And if it's sold 10,000 times, they're getting 10,000 right. uh, royalties mm -hmm. each time it's sold. It comes back to the original creator. So they essentially own their own stuff. They are able to then continue to get paid off of it the more it gets sold. And, and how you know that is because of the blockchain and where all that mm -hmm. information is stored and cannot be altered and it's forever going to be visible you're always going to be able to track back and see who it is and how that um, and who, who it's being sold to, who's who's going to get some of that money and how it's going to be filtered back. So, you know, from that standpoint, uh, the NFT uh, space, I do think there's a lot of opportunity. Um, and I do think, you know, right now, and I think that we're still probably five to 10 years out before you're really yeah. seeing, especially from a full web three type, mm -hmm. you know, public type thing and all that. Like there's just so many questions, the NFT world, there's so many questions um, still, but understanding it just from that, uh, which is the way a lot of people are talking about it right now is how do I make a lot of quick cash off of it? Yes. And what's going to be valuable you know, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. Um, and so then it, it brings up in my mind, okay, now that we understand kind of what that technology, but before we go into the next thing, like questions on that and all of that, does any of that make sense at all? Yeah, actually, that's probably, um, uh, I think I have a, a clear understanding based on uh, what you just said and some previous things that I've heard, um, you're pretty good about bringing like <laughs> material into like, um, you know, imagination or whatever. I, I find it digital, you know, like for me, um, this, uh, it's hard to wrap my brain around it. I guess I'm still quite old school in a way where tangible physical material, um, but anyway, yeah, so thanks for the analogies. Um, that makes sense. I guess I start putting on my sociology hat and wondering how this is going to affect um, economy and like like when you're talking about status of people and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I you know, I have a thousand thoughts that went with that. But um, I mean, that can be for another time. But uh, yeah, thanks for all that explanation. Well, and it's just from what I, the way that I understand things uh, whenever it comes to this, it, it is, it can be complex, but the way I visualize it, I always have to bring things back to like what I know 
And the way that I visualize it is an artist, Michelangelo or whatever, let's, he painted something, um, a portrait that he painted, he gets done with it. And let's just say hypothetically that that painting, he was able to put some type of a trackable token mm -hmm. on the back or a trackable mm -hmm. device on the back that basically said, I'm going to sell it to you. Now, whenever you go and sell it, this device is going to tell me. Mm -hmm. And part of my part of you, me selling this to you, because otherwise I could just keep it to myself. But Michelangelo says, if you want to buy this from me, the only one of the caveats to buying it is that you need, I need to get 10% if you sell it again. Mm -hmm. Well, and the way that I do that is I've got this trackable device. Mm -hmm. You can't remove it or you ruin the painting. And if it exchanges ownership, I know that it happened and I'm going to come after my 10%. Mm -hmm. And that has to be whenever you sell it, that has to remain in place, mm -hmm. right? So they're taking that and every time somebody gets the picture, buys it and puts it in their home, they paid that person they bought it from plus that person then has to pay the 10% to Michelangelo, right? Mm -hmm. Just making any sense, or am I just way? No, it, it definitely makes sense. I, I, I just have so many questions that um, it's you know, it's not for now. Like I just, my brain is going nuts right now. <laughs> like I think about why, and I, and I get like I'm trying. Like when you talk about another five or ten years, like I'm really trying to understand, and I have been for a while with this NFT, and um, you know, hearing people talking about it, and like. Um, it's just evolution. I get it. But like, I, I just, for me, like, I just really try to wrap my head around about what the significance is. I've heard Gary V talk about it some, status. you know, status when, is a big, status is a big right. one. Um, now that's just with the way that people are viewing it right now. You know, mm -hmm. it's really more what I'm trying to figure out is how does this play into, right businesses being able mm -hmm. to utilize it to make money and make sales and get ahead of it that's what i'm trying to to decipher is right now everything really that's being discussed about nfts is 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 a lot about status right, right. and and trying to uh take advantage of an opportunity to to make some uh, some money mm -hmm. that's really what that is right now but it's it, a main piece of it is status and you know, the going back to the Michelangelo example as, hey, I want my 10% each time. So you have to factor that in. Well, maybe the, the first purchaser goes, well, okay, well, if, if, you're, if I'm giving you 10%, this, this picture, I need more. So Michelangelo's like, okay, well, how about every year I throw a big party and you're invited because you bought it and anybody else that buys it after that continues to mm -hmm. be invited to this party that only people that have owned my artwork can come to, which we all know to purchase my artwork, you have to be at a certain income level or you have to be at a stat certain status level. So mm -hmm. my parties are going to be incredible and they're going to have only the best of the best of the best at them. So if you're at my party, people are going to say, wow, this this is, uh, you know, this is whatever you want to call it. You're, yeah, you're someone. You're yeah, this somebody. person is, you know, they, they, you know, 
they, they must know something. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but they're, they're of a certain status, put it that right. way. Right. Um, and so that's where, that's the way I visualize with the NFTs. The biggest difference is obviously you can put a trackable device on your art before or your songs before. Now you can, and now it just automatically, you start getting those royalties and it's all documented. Yeah. The release change or anything. Now, moving forward to what does this technology bring? Not necessarily, I mean, NFTs um, really are what Web3 is all about, you know, in crypto, obviously. Um, and making it so everybody kind of owns their own thing and controls their own thing, controls their own information, controls their own assets, um, controls their own monetary, you know, uh, assets. And it's not owned or controlled by right now in Web2, you know, a Facebook or a Google mm -hmm. really control everything. You have to mm -hmm. go through them Mm -hmm. to do a lot of things they can shut you down i mean we see that happening all the mm -hmm. time and what three you control all that you can access and uh communicate with people through the internet without having to go through one of those channels or having to go through a certain browser like chrome which is owned by google which mm -hmm. another reason right. why they right. own a lot right so mm -hmm. you own your your own piece and um you always will, and that can't be altered or changed. And so you start looking at, okay, how can we utilize these? And some ways that I just, and this is going to change, obviously, the more that the technology grows and all that, but just from a high level, looking at it from a business standpoint, um, you know, utilizing blockchain as, you know, people refer to blockchain as a ledger or way I like to think of it as receipts. Of right. what's happening receipts that can't be altered or thrown away or lost or anything uh, changed or any of that um so it's recording exactly what's happening well you know you start thinking about for businesses you start thinking about um let's say let's say uh tiffany for example tiffany and company so the brand tiffany mm -hmm. they sell what do they sell? Do they sell like, what do they, they sell? Our jewelry, right? Yeah, jewelry. For, for some reason, we got Tiffany champagne flutes at some point. So I, for some reason, I was thinking, do they sell like glasses and shit? But no, okay. So it's jewelry. High-end jewelry, yeah. High-end jewelry. But let's say Tiffany sells uh, a specific high-end jewelry. Well, now what they can do is, is to help authenticate that piece of jewelry they sell that physical piece of jewelry, but then they also sell an NFT. So maybe it's a, a, a virtual design. Diamond ring. Diamond ring. Um, and so it's virtual now, but it's an NFT that authenticates one as kind of the receipt of that purchase. So now you've got that receipt in your little piece of property there. You have it and you will always have it. However, let's say that person wants to sell that ring right. and, uh, or the virtual ring as right. maybe they want to keep the physical one, maybe we want to sell that virtual one because 
the whole other conversation is the metaverse and all this other stuff, right. which is basically, you know, you're living in a virtual world and, you know, as you probably know, and this is a whole nother conversation, but, mm-hmm. you know, people are going to want to buy virtual diamond rings and they want it to be Tiffany. So maybe they sell that. Well, Tiffany's can have it set up to where if they do sell that NFT, Tiffany's is going to get a royalty. So it's opening up. Not only does it help with authentication of the what you have, but then it provides another revenue source as well down the road um, to be able to to make money off of that off of that resale of the NFT. So that's you know that's one way to look at it. Uh, you know, there's going to be I, I think for like live events and all that, tickets are going to be sold through NFTs. Um, and uh, loyalty programs, I, seeing, I oh, see yeah. coming big with NFTs um, as well for, for businesses. Any coupons and things of that. So if you do some type of an offer, it, it's... You, the way that NFTs and the blockchain is set up is you can't counterfeit them. So, mm. you know, it may be something that can only be used once where right now there's a lot of ways that you can take a coupon that you may get online and all that and repurpose it. If you are a big brand, let's, you know, a Louis Vuitton and all that is that it can reduce counterfeiting of products, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the ability to have, um, all the NFTs and the information on the blockchain, so that uh, that receipt, that that ledger that keeps track of all of it, will help to authenticate um, that it's real and not fake. So it's going to help with counterfeiting of products if you do have those products out there. Another one is like social are causes that maybe if you're doing like nonprofits and you're trying to raise funds or um, anything like that, you know, you could create an NFT as opposed to people just getting either um, investing, not really investing, but donating money for them now to be able, you create some type of NFT for that, for what they're, they're offering or for what they're donating. So they have some bit of memorabilia um, and it may provide them with some more value, especially depending upon what the nonprofit is and being able to have that uh, in their access as well. Um, another one is like supply chain management as well and being able to authenticate uh, the product so that the owner, you know, especially with websites and e-commerce and all that is sometimes you buy but you don't know what you're getting. You don't know if it's the real thing or if it's, uh, you know, something that was just made somewhere else. So the NFT side of stuff and the information within the blockchain is going to make sure that uh, you're able to authenticate that it's the real thing that you're buying and that you're getting. So This is really cool. <laughs> so, you know, and it's able to keep track uh, of all of that. And so... You know, and then there's just the the options of, of businesses being able to create virtual products as people as the metaverse, so to speak, continues right. to grow. 
and people continue to live and want to buy things, making, if you've got, you know, you're a boutique and you sell different types of apparel, well, you know, starting to make uh, apparel uh, virtually so that then people can buy it um, and wear it and it becomes a bit of a status. So you start creating virtual products for the virtual world. Now, I still think we're, well, well, ways of that, but you can go ahead and, and get on the forefront um, of that, you know, especially if uh, with the um, NFTs being tied to physical products, right? Like that is a, a big one to authenticate those products and, and show that those are legit and they're not fake or counterfeit. Um, so you sell physical, you know, NFTs with your physical products as an add-on. Um, I'm trying to think of any other, if I'm missing anything, but those are just some areas that uh, I'm thinking about. But wow, this has been like this has this conversation has helped me to understand like how this can actually be used in our world rather than only just like like something like metaverse or something virtual. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed especially this part about talking about how businesses and, you know, how you can start to utilize them and, 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 you know, talking about the blockchain, which I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with um, that term, even though I had heard people talking about it, but like, and just like how it's, you know, authenticates and how you can't replicate it. And, you know, it's just, that's really great. I am. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's, I mean, and obviously there's a lot that still has to be done and, and, you know, a lot, you see a lot of startups and developers and we'll see what happens. I, I wouldn't be surprised um, if you kind of see, you know, you're going to see, I, I think there'll be a little bit of a bubble at some point that gets burst. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, you got to proceed with caution, but the technology behind it is really what I'm looking for, not uh, trying to, to make some investment that I get a huge return on. Right. Right? Like it's right. really more or less um, how it's going to affect business and how businesses can be prepared to utilize it. Um, and a lot of it obviously is with more secure transactions, um, you know, the ability to, to put in the contract as, with the initial sell that, uh, you know, you're going to get if you purchase this you'll you'll get an nft um that also authenticates it on a digital standpoint and if you sell that we get royalties from that as well because it comes back uh but also too if you grow your brand to a certain point then it becomes a brand recognition tool you know look at board eight yacht clubs for example i mean everybody uses that as their um Twitter handle or an image online and it's just all it's doing is continuing to grow the brand of board a yacht club like mm -hmm. that's one way you can do it and then uh, you can set up on the back end all different types of things that come with it so if you sell let's say you do a limited edition something or like a limited time offer from a service standpoint or whatever it may be and you provide them with Hey, for the, for the first 10, you get the physical product, but also you're going to get an NFT 
which is a virtual or like an image of that product so that then you can show that you have this product and you're one of the limited time owners of this product that you can share and use as a status symbol online. But as part of that is going to be on the back end of the contract that you're going to get access to our secret community. You're going to get access to uh, new products before everybody else. <clears throat> and it's all part of that contract. And if you sell it, that new person gets that access, but the business is also going to get a royalty for them selling that. Um, so it's used for a lot of different things, not just authentication, but brand recognition to um, really limiting the ability to counterfeit things. Um, and it can be used as a, a, a loyalty tool um, that's going to help you continue building your customer base. And it's all stuff that, that, you know, at the end of the day is, is not being controlled by anybody else other than you and the, the person that owns it. Um, but the original creator of it, the original business, the original brand, the original artist, author, musician are always going to have state claim as the original mm -hmm. owner and creator of that. So they're, that's never going to be lost. Um, and that's what this technology is going to allow you to do. Um, whereas today, creators, they have to go on a platform like influencers have to go and abide by the rules that Instagram gives them. And Instagram takes that money and they just get a small percentage. Well, in the future, it's kind of going to be flipped because the influencer, the creator is going to own it. And if Instagram wants to have it, the creator actually holds all the weight at that point. Um, and gets paid. Uh, so those are the things I really like a lot is giving, I guess, power back to the people. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, um, and, you know, and we'll see how it happens. I mean, you've got so many things that, you know, what are regulations going to look like? What are you know what what's government going to look like mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. whenever it comes to this stuff? Especially whenever you start talking about the currency side of it. Um, yes. There's a ton of different crypto uh, options now. I mean, and that's another mm -hmm. thing. You know, you got your big players like Bitcoin and Ethereum and all that. But uh, you know, it seems like anybody can create a cryptocurrency, and then it becomes which one of these hold the I, most value, mm -hmm. um, and if they will hold the most value. So. You know, it's like anything else you're, you're trying right now. People are trying to buy it like they have tried to buy stocks in the past because they saw an opportunity that the stock was going to rise in value quickly and then they can sell it and make a lot of money off of it. That's kind of where we're at, in my opinion, in this. Mm -hmm. But the technology is going to be here and it's where things are going. So the more that you can get up to speed with it and understand it, then we can start planning for the best way to take advantage of it um, in a more long-term, thoughtful, strategic way, if that makes sense. Yep. So anyway, yeah. any questions on any of that? I may have just confused people even more, but. No, I thought I, for people that know more than me, I don't know, but for people who, <laughs> that, I thought it was a really good explanation. Um, it really, um, with like, like moving forward and and your 
you know, just the examples and thoughts of how you can use um, these NFTs and some of that stuff was like, um, because what you're saying and that like kind of like where it is now, um, to me, it's, I've not been able to wrap my head around why it's so useful or why people care so much, because it sounds like people are just trying to get quick, rich quick and, you know, just like what you just explained about, you know, buying a stock and selling it or whatever that is. Um, and, and so thinking about like genuinely how this is going to be used in the future or can be and also the benefits, like I also can't help but think about like the music industry and how people used, the musicians used to make, you know, money from their selling. And then like now, I mean, you just, you have, you know, you have YouTube or you have Pandora or whatever, Spotify, whatever, and you hear everything for basically, you know, just $10 a month or something um, without commercials and you can hear it for free with commercials. And so anyway, I just, I, I thought this conversation was great and um, I, I'm certain to have more questions, but um, I think I'm good for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And one big way, you know, whenever to simplify it too, for businesses, at least the way that I, I see it is, you know, creating NFTs for your loyal customers Mm -hmm. uh, so they they have that and whenever they have that they have an nft that authorizes that they're a loyal customer that they've either purchased or they invested in your business um that community is going i mean they're this is the coolest part this is probably uh, the way that i see it working the most and the best is that with your loyal customer base your clients um and creating an NFT for them to have, they are going to be just as involved and excited about your growth because now they own- They're invested. An investment that the more you grow, the more value that NFT has. Mm -hmm. Good and point. they're actually making, you know, have it, they're, they're, they're increasing their value with that. That's a good point. So they're now- and the cool thing is, as they're increasing that value, obviously they go and sell it to make money or whatnot. You're still going to get uh, a royalty on that if you set it up that way, which most likely you would. So it's a win, win, win all the way around. But now you got this community that feels like they own part of your brand in a certain way. And so they're going to be more motivated to promote your brand and market your brand and talk about your brand. So that, in my opinion, that's going to be one of the coolest things about it. Um, hopefully I'm not wrong on that, as I've stated throughout all this, but I think that's really where there's going to be a huge difference maker. Dude, I love it. Great point. So anyway, that's enough of this NFT blockchain web three talk for today. I'm going to have to, to go wake up now. Um, from trying to talk on that for an hour but anyway all right well i uh, hope everybody got value out of this my apologies if i said something wrong or didn't once again not an expert in this don't make any decisions based off of this i'll continue to learn hopefully this helped at least bring it to a level uh, of looking at it a certain way and maybe some potential opportunities for your brand your business moving forward and businesses moving forward um but uh feel free to reach out if you have any uh, corrections or anything you want to add to it but all in all be on the lookout for it uh, start looking into it there is opportunity there uh, just outside of what you're hearing about today